president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching, and you have just joined the Frame of Mind Coaching Podcast, where we welcome leaders from all over the world onto the podcast to be coached live and in person. Today, my guest is Jessica Amico from Toronto. Jessica, welcome. Hi, Kim. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So you're in Toronto. What are you up to? What's happening in your world? Let's talk. Tell us a little bit about you. Uh, well, we are on lockdown again, which yep. is uh, gives me a lot of time to do some face masks. And well, you <laughs> look fabulous. You're glowing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, still on the job hunt. That is still on the job hunt. So give us a little history. What? were you doing in the past and what kind of job are you looking for? Just give us a little bit of job history first. Okay. So I use my, my longest term was at a, a bank, a major okay. bank in Canada. And um, honestly that I, I gained so much experience from that. What were uh, you doing at the bank? Uh, so I started off as a, a mortgage renewal specialist. So for people that had mortgages that came up for renewal, we would negotiate rates and terms and, you know, give them all the information. I had incredible training, um, could not have had better mentors. Um, and then I went into lending. So after that, uh, I just kind of progressed through the company, but uh, I wasn't client facing. So finally, mm -hmm. I, I ended up being in a branch, had a portfolio of clients, which was really refreshing being able to see who I was working with and you know they build that trust and relationship which was great um and then um some life events happened as they do and I took a break from uh the bank and decided to go into more of a service role so I decided I wanted to be an executive assistant mm -hmm. um and and I thought it would be a bit more glamorous <laughs> than it was, but it was still rewarding. Um, but it was it was a great it was a great experience. Okay. Um, so you did that for a while, executive assistant. Do you think you had more fun in the role of executive assistant or in the role of lending? Where where did you feel like your talents, your skills, your abilities were being used uh, better? And where did you feel like you were growing? Um, I, I still feel that my passion is finance um, okay. because I, I'm interested in it. Um, I, I grew up in a household where my, my parents were in finance and education. So I just, um, I always try to try to incorporate the finance aspect into any role that I have as an executive assistant, which is not necessarily necessary, but, okay. <laughs> but I just, you know, I can't, I can't escape it. I'm, you know, I, I read business articles, I read everything and uh, I keep my finger on the pulse of the economy. And, um, but the, but the sales aspect, was really the the kicker for me. It was you uh, like that part? No, I didn't. I didn't like that part. I wanted. To oh, you did out. not like that part. You didn't no, like sales. I, want, I I wanted to give more advice 
than I was to sell something to somebody that I didn't that didn't need anything or okay so here here's something interesting because you think that offering guidance and advice is different from sales and I would suggest to you that they're the same thing uh, but l- I just want to explore what have you been doing right now to try to look for something new and what ideally are you looking for? Like what would be an ideal role for you right now, given your background and the fact that you tried these two different things, what do you think is the right fit for you right now? Um, right now, I, to be honest, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I'm, I've, I've been given this opportunity because of COVID I've been kind of given this opportunity to reflect and, and think about exactly what it is that I want to do. Um, but I am drawn to finance. I am drawn to uh, the economy and, and everything like that. So I'm kind of in a limbo of. Okay. Money. And what have you tried to do in order to explore different job opportunities? Like what, what are the actions? What's your strategy for job searching? So my strategy is um, definitely networking you know, LinkedIn, um, my, my, fortunately, my, a neighbor of mine works as a head of HR for a company. So he's giving me a lot of advice. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, I think, I think working as an executive assistant for a financial company would kind of mesh the two. Mm-hmm. And yet, did you love being a, an executive assistant? Um, at times, yes, you know, there's, you know, there's ups and downs with any, any position, but, but with, with the, I I hate to always bring up the COVID thing, but being an executive assistant during this time, you know, normally you would make travel arrangements, events arrangements, and, you know, you'd kind of be the one following around the CEO and doing all these interesting things and being able to be resourceful. Um, and you can't really do that now. So mm-hmm. um, I'm, again, reflecting on what it is. That I- Here's what I'm hearing. I'll tell you what I'm hearing. I'm hearing uh-huh. that uh, you're looking for something, but that something that you're looking for feels a lot like settling. That's what it feels like to me. That's what it sounds like to me. Okay, fine. I'll go be an executive assistant because I have experience there and it's a little safe. It's a little easy, but really I have much bigger ambitions and I have a lot more drive than that. And so I see definitely a disconnect between your desires and your nature and what you're going for. There's a huge disconnect there. And I think you're uh, not only playing it safe, but you're uh, playing, downplaying yourself, downplaying your, your energy and your passion. And like, that's certainly not coming through because I think you've been hit by COVID and you're kind of going, well, I've been in this for a long time. I'll kind of like, fine. Right. Like I'll, I'll settle. Right. Is that, is that what I'm getting from you? Is that accurate? Yes, that is absolutely accurate. Um, but I feel at this time, you know, we, Sometimes you have to settle so that you can get to where you, you want to go because, you know, financially you have, you have to make money. <laughs> sure. You have to make money. And so the moment that anybody, by the way, says, but 
is the moment that there are a set of beliefs that underlie the but. And some of the beliefs you may have are nobody's really looking. It's hard for me to get a job. It's hard for me to get attention from people I'm looking to get attention from. It's hard for me to network. I can't go see people. And you have all this stuff going on in your brain, correct? Correct. Is that accurate? Okay. And that stuff that's going on in your brain is absolutely fundamentally affecting you in a negative way. And so for me, the question isn't so much like, how do you find a job? It's really, how do you connect you with the passion that you have? So you keep going back to this issue of finance, but what you said early on was really interesting to me. It, and it was sales really got to me, right? Like that was the kicker. You use the word kicker, right? And so for me, what I see is you have an ability and you were in a very specific, let's say industry or place where you were rewarded, recognized for how much you sold. Right. Right. And so you're saying like, you know, that didn't feel good to me. Felt like I was pushing things on people that they didn't necessarily need need. And that clashed with my values. Is that accurate? Yeah, and it's also on the opposite spectrum that if you didn't sell or if you if you thought you were doing a service to somebody, but you didn't sell anything, you didn't get rewarded. Even right. though the customer was happy and left happy and satisfied, but if you didn't get right. any right. So 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 let me let me kind of put some pieces together for you. I will tell you that there are industries where the better service you give the more sales come as a result, right? So it actually sometimes has value to say, hey, you don't need that, you need this instead. Because what happens is when the client says, hey, this person isn't just trying to you know, upsell me or sell me a product or a service, that they're actually trying to help me, what you get is a longer term client. You get more loyalty, you build a relationship. So I would suggest to you that customer service as opposed to maybe and being an executive assistant, maybe even sales, where you are providing uh, guidance, recommendations, consulting is actually a really great fit for you. So I think your search is very narrowly defined, and it's inaccurately defined. Okay. Does that make sense? So you're looking in one direction, and it's limiting all these options. And when you're only looking in one direction, you don't see what else is out there. And while typically we tell people to focus, right, it's easier to find what you're looking for when you focus, I really feel like you're focused in an area that doesn't match for you. Because that area doesn't match your, your drive, your ambition, or even your interests. Like you're going into an executive assistant position and trying to fit in your interest in finance when it's not necessarily a natural fit. And what I would recommend you do is rather than do that, look at a sales position, look at a customer service position and say, how do I sell by offering service? Right. Instead of being pushy and, you know, uh, even, you know, kind of uh, going against your values. You don't want to do that. But I think that there's a wider market out there for someone like you who is authentic and really, really tries to help the client as opposed to pushing product. Right. But there's always a quota. You know, you have to meet your quota. There isn't always a quota. Sometimes the quota is customer loyalty. And so you're looking very narrowly. 
And my thought is that there are so many entrepreneurs who are, you know what, just the other day, I had a conversation with an entrepreneur who runs a company that does, uh, they install sprinklers in the ground. And he said, you know, my installers go and they do their job, uh, but they don't offer really great customer service. And I really want to offer great customer service. I want to make sure that my clients are wowed and over the top happy with what we do. But installers, that's not what they do. They just want to go in, get the job done and move along. Someone like you, not that you should be doing this specifically, but someone like you is exactly the kind of role that they're looking for, making sure the client is over the top happy. That's something that would light you up. Okay. Yes? Yeah. Do you agree? I agree. I, yeah, that, that sounds great. And for those of you who are watching, look at Jessica's face. She just lit up. <laughs> so so my, my recommendation is this. It's not here's the strategy to go and look for a job. It's really think hard about what you're looking for. And while you're looking for an executive assistant position, maybe you're better off looking for a customer service position or even a sales position where your focus, your intention is to deliver the most extraordinary experience that anyone can, can have on the other side of the table or the phone for that matter. Right yeah. now, all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, you're looking differently. You're looking in different places. I'm well. I'm thinking. Um, so, my belief is that if you're selling something that you believe in, you can sell. It's it's a piece of cake. Um, so, if you're if you're trying to push something on somebody that you per, that I personally don't believe in, it's not going to happen. So you're a hundred percent right. So I need to find something that I believe in that's so that I can, can not convince, like I don't want to manipulate. So any. you can demonstrate your conviction and passion. Exactly. exactly. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, but, but up until now, you've closed off all sales positions because yeah. in your mind, you're like, I don't want to have to push something on someone that they don't need or want that I don't believe in. But right. I'm willing to bet that there's something out there that you do believe in and that you're willing to share with people if the fit is right. Spot on. Got it. <laughs> Got so it. my suggestion is open up your scope and look for other opportunities that you haven't looked at thus far. Okay. Good. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Amazing. Uh, I hope that helped. I hope yes. that gave you some direction moving forward. Yeah, and for those motivation. <laughs> great. For those of you who are listening, uh, I want you to think about this. Sometimes we're just so focused on heading in a direction that isn't actually a good fit for us that we don't open ourselves up to other opportunities and other um, other options because we think that those options aren't the right fit. But when you're not feeling good about what you're doing and what you're going after, it's an indicator that you're heading in the wrong direction. So stop for a moment and think, what do I really want? What are my beliefs about what I really want? In Jessica's case, her beliefs were, well, it's hard to get a job. So I kind of have to go in this direction. 
I don't have much choice. And those beliefs are invented beliefs. They're not true. And they're keeping her stuck in her spot. The truth of the matter is that when Jessica is passionate, there's no stopping her. And she needs to find the thing that she can be passionate about and actively endorse. Hope you got something from this conversation. For those of you who are listening, if there is a challenge that you want to discuss on the podcast, please reach out to me. My email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. And if there's a challenge that you're not so comfortable talking about on the podcast, please reach out to me anyway. My email address is kim at frameofmindcoaching.com. Jessica, thank you for joining me here today. Thank you, Kim, for having me.